Yo, what's up, guys, and welcome to the Movie Newbie. My name's Jabril Sahemi, and I am the Newbie. Oliver Mangum, writer, producer, fellow film lover, occasionally capable of insight. Raphael Luca, thespian, cinephile, and human golden retriever. So, yeah, enjoy the show. Yo, what's up, guys? And we are back again with another episode of the Movie Newbie. I'm your host, Jabita Sahemi, and I am joined by Raf. Mm, hello, hello. How are we doing? It's good to be back. Good to be back. Haven't heard that in a while. Yeah, and <laughs> Oliver. Yo, what's up, my Habibis? <laughs> yeah, we're talking about all the Habibis and the Habibis today. The habibis. And um, yeah, we're doing the first movie of the Saudi Arabian film industry theme. Wow. I, we, we need to change that. I don't think yeah, it's the Saudi. Yeah, maybe find an Just Saudi or films. Yeah, yeah, Saudi films. There the we go. Saudi film yeah. theme. Saudi cinema. Well, um, the Saudi new wave. Do you think? Oh, has yeah, anyone Saudi has anyone appointed wave. it that yet? Maybe. Yeah, we could do that. I'm not be, sure. Because it's it's essentially it's a new wave of Saudi cinema, isn't it? Well, the first wave. The first wave, I guess. Yeah. Um, wow. I'm not sure what it was like before, to be fair. I, I was going to, yeah. you know, I didn't want to necessarily prompt like a big, this turning into a huge history lesson. Mm. But I was wondering when you were speaking in the last episode mm. about Saudi cine- cinemas reopening. Mm. Was there a cinema before that 35 year Yeah, so cinemas, ban? cinemas were a thing back in the day. Like in the uh, 70s? Did 70s, you get Saudi yeah, films? Yeah, yeah, I think. I'm not sure about like Saudi films. Mm. Like there is a, an industry, you know, like TV. We have local yeah. TV and stuff. Um, and actually, the third movie that we're going to watch, The Book of Sun, they make fun of a lot of, like, typical Saudi film and TV. But we'll we'll get to that then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to be doing Wajda today. And um, wait, shit, was I supposed to answer a question? <laughs> no? No, 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 okay. No, no, you're good, you're good, Ollie, you're good. Ollie just looked at me and I was like, fuck, did oh, I was I giving you like, <laughs> Was I giving you a death stare? <laughs> yeah, you were like, oh, I no, no, not uh, answer my question. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you're good to go, you're good to go. I just want a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so today we're going to be talking about the movie Wajda, mm. which is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful film mm-hmm. about um, a girl called Wajda. And uh, she is basically the main character, and all she wants in life is to beat this her neighbor mm. on a bicycle race. Mm. And it's set in the capital of Riyadh, in Saudi Arabia, and it's just in a little uh, tiny community. Mm. Um, and yeah, most of Saudi Arabia looks like that. So, mm. uh, blah, blah, blah. what yeah. did I want to say? Oh yeah, so it was directed by Haifa Al Mansour. So it's a female director, mm. um, which is unheard of in Saudi you Mm -hmm. know like a lot of people think that women don't do anything there (laughs) like they're not allowed to Um, but yeah no she she created this movie it's it won the BAFTA for best foreign film in 2014 and yeah what are your initial thoughts or what stood out to you guys yeah sure I'll take this one first I yeah I mean I I was expecting to like it because I I, it came with such critical acclaim Mm -hmm. you spoke about it so highly uh, Jabril, and also it has this sort of reputation of being that first initial film to be backed, to be shot in Saudi Arabia mm. by a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was lovely. I thought it was just a wonderful slice of life film. Um, I, I, I thought it was really well acted. I thought it was really well observed. I think it provided a really nice balanced insight into a certain part of the world. Mm-hmm. I felt like there's a way you can make this film, and I'm sure a lot of foreign critics have picked up on this, where to the outside world, this is their first exposure to this community. Mm-hmm. It could have been made in a way that's very hand-wringing, very sensationalistic, yeah. or perhaps mm-hmm. quite, uh, I hate to use this term, but like misery porn, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought this film was very deftly balanced for someone who doesn't mm-hmm. know anything about that culture. It wasn't overtly critical. Mm-hmm. It was quiet. It was it was a film about quiet resistance in many mm-hmm. ways, mm-hmm. which I think is more powerful than just sort of 
trying to, I suppose, stand on your soapbox and talk about, mm. you know, what you, I don't know, just shouting the sins of a, a certain culture from mm -hmm. the top of your lungs. So I, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was just very well made, very confidently made. Knowing how the director made that film as well, sitting in the back of a van, yeah. is just unbelievable. Yeah. Um, mm. yeah, in terms of what stood out to me, I thought I really liked the kind of... Um, I guess the the, the neo-realist influences. Mm -hmm. So I think this isn't this won't come as a surprise to anyone who's heard about this film. The director has spoken about it on record that she was really influenced by Italian neo-realist cinema, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is um, a a movement of filmmaking that took place, I guess, in the forties, fifties, and sixties, like in post-war Italy. And so you have such classics as uh, the Bicycle Thief mm -hmm. and Umberto D. And it was clear that those were inspirations on. Um, so what's her name? The, the name of this director? Haifa Mansour. Haifa is an uh, influence on Haifa. I mean, you have a big, you know, a big part of this film is this woman's, this young woman, sorry, her attempt to get a bike mm. or her mission to get a bike. That to me seems like an overt reference to the bicycle thieves. Um, but it's not just the Italian neorealist cinema. It's also other neorealist cinemas like the, the Darden brothers, mm. for example, or moving over to Iran, you've got mm. the films of Gennaro Pahavi. Mm. Um, so I just loved getting that neorealist flavor, but in this part of the world, I know nothing about. Mm. So yeah, very positive yeah. initial thoughts. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, you know, well summed. And I think, like Ollie said, it's a beautiful slice of life. Um, and I, I, there's an authenticity to it, um, especially because it, for me, it falls into the coming of age, coming of age genre mm. um, about this Saudi girl who very simply just wants to, yeah, kind of buy a bike. But she's also a hustler, man. I'm like, you know, you yeah. fall in love with this girl because she hustles her way through to getting that bike, you know, yeah. in such a, in such a, um, I don't know, in such a funny, you know, there's such levity in this film, you know, mm. there's, there's layers to it, sure. But I feel like it's executed with such empathy, sympathy, and a, a bit of pathos as well. Um, but it's, it's, yeah, it just reminds, it almost, it made it relatable for me. And, you know, I have nothing to do with that part of the world, mm. nor am I a girl, but it, but for me growing up, um, I also like did a bit of hustling just to get what yeah. I, just to mm. get that little thing in the corner shop or mm. just to get, you know, maybe a video game for my parents, yeah, you know, yeah. like the things you would do. Um, so it's, it's a very beautiful slice of life. And I think there's an innocence to it because it is just about um, this girl growing up in a part of the world where, you know, there are rules, very strict rules and strict regulations. And mm. and there is maybe a lack of freedom that she doesn't fully understand and also kind of just wants to, you know, um, live her life if freely and, and, mm. and wants to f seek freedom. So there's so much. There's, it's, it's very layered, yet it's so simple. Yeah. Um, so it's very easy to digest. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I... Honestly, yeah. agree with what both yeah, of you guys yeah, said. Yeah. It was also very much like a coming of age thing. But yeah. it's like, for me, what stood out, it's like, wow. Like, this is a movie where I'm like, I really resonate with yeah. what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Like like you said, although she's a girl, um, I went through similar things. Like, I grew up in Saudi. Uh, I did, like, my fir first and second grade in Saudi. Mm. Um, in comparison, instead of being an all-girls school, it was an all-boys school. Mm. Um, having, like, just ridiculous like i don't know i wouldn't say oppression but like just the way that things revolve in saudi arabia and yeah. especially at that time like i was there from like when i was born until like 2000 so yeah wow um so kind of maybe <clears throat> around that time because we, we discussed ish, the period right yeah. of this of this movie and it's kind of the early noughties or yeah. something like that so this movie was shot uh before our current king so we had a king 
before who passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was shot around his um, rise to during power his and yeah, during I his see. reign. And um, at, that was the time where uh, like religious police was starting to become less powerful. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. when my dad was growing up, like religious police could basically take you off the street if you have hair that's too long. Yeah. Is there and, a like, name cut... for religious police? Like, yeah, um... so they're called mutawa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or okay. a, a singular yeah. is mutawar. And yeah. you can see them from a mile away. Their thobes are usually really short. Mm. Like, they're very, like, they have big beards, you know. They mm. Is there a them. uniform? Is it like no, a normal wear, police? They wear a thobe. Like, it's yeah. not police, but, like, you can tell. Like, they they used to drive specific types of cars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll roam around the city. Like, Do they work they, for the government? Are they sort of they have assigned like, in those positions? authority from the government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, yeah. I see. Um, and, yeah, so, like, back in the day, they would basically terror they could like terrorize yeah. just random kids and women wow. usually yeah because like everything that they said comes from a specific it's, sect it's law, of islam basically. Yeah. yeah and it's a specific type of islam it's like wahhabism yeah. you know mm. so you you have like these oh, amazing positive moments where i remember going through these same things as well like growing up i come from a mixed race background you know like um family members around me were less strict in terms of religion so mm. Like, you know, she's wearing, uh, like, some Chuck Taylors, you know, like Converse. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah I yeah. used to make bracelets, and, like, I used to buy bracelets that were, like, really cheap, and then sell them at school. You did just that, to get... that that exact same thing, then? Pretty much. Wow. Yeah, I, I like, used to sell, because we had, uh, like, a canteen or a tuck shop or whatever, and... You know, you get pocket money, but like sometimes you get a little bit more hungry. You yeah, know? Like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Hey, like, I was addi- eat. <laughs> yeah, I was addicted to ice lemon teas, like the oh, Lipton ice lemon oh, tea. Oh, yeah. do you ever have that mint one? I was addicted to that. Uh, one. Well, I don't know if they had mint. Same back here. In the day. They ruined I just had, my teeth. When I had I was young. Uh, yeah. lemon or whatever. Yeah. I'd get two of those and two sausage rolls, oh, and that was like hungry. my lunch every day. <laughs> um, and it just reminded me of her, like going into school. Of I remember course. getting picked up at school and having to wait by the door, and like. Everyone like yeah. it's hard to find your mom because everyone has wearing abaya. Yeah, so like, yeah. you know, like. But the, yet they can recognize just through the eyes. Because I remember there's one yeah. there's one moment um, where uh, the mother's wearing you know full, fully covered, mm-hmm. uh, and yet her friend recognizes her you know mm-hmm. from from a distance. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it must be quite a familiar you know. Yeah. Um, so um, I guess we can go into favorite performance. Let's just yeah, start yeah, off yeah, with yeah. that. Yeah. This is the yeah, new structure. Absolutely. We're doing it. Yeah, we're, we're, we're just we're, getting into yeah, it. Yeah, we're getting know? into it. Um, so who wants to start? Uh, yeah, I mean, for me, uh, it's uh, it's an obvious pick um, mm-hmm. uh, for Wad Mohammed. Mm-hmm. I, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, she's a complete standout. There's so much relatability that she gives. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's just lovely to see a kid performer um, from that part of the world, you know, and see that corner of the of the globe where cinema is or was non-existent to see, like, such a rising star like that um, giving such a nuanced yet um fully rounded performance um so i i yeah and i'm sure like you know credit to director for for kind of weaving in um this performance through in a van where they might not have the same relationship that you would have with a director actor yeah. it must have been a very different relationship um yet you're yet you're still seeing a, a soaring performance from this mm. little girl and 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 it's 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 crazy because she she makes it seem that her you know day to day is maybe like quite trivial drama to to, to westerners mm-hmm. like, i guess to, to to maybe to our eyes but yet for her it's the harsh reality that mm-hmm. she lives in right mm-hmm. um you know like not showing um 
parts of her hair or making sure her hijab is it the hijab that um yeah hijab, I, yeah, the hijab or abaya yeah uh, or abaya yeah. um you know wear properly or mm. you know kind of the kind of rules and regulations she has to follow just in order to mm. to maintain a, a code of conduct um when, when and when but when you're a kid you just want to have fun and be free right mm, yeah and so riding that bicycle and also her relationship with um abdullah mm-hmm. is one yeah. of the most cutest most adorable mm-hmm. sweetest relationships i've seen in cinema in a very yeah. long time um it just my heart melted whenever mm. I saw them both on screen. Just that so ending cute, as well. Yeah. When, oh. when, one of the final things he says to her is like, "One day I'm, yeah, I'll I want to marry you. I'm going to marry you." I, yeah. I think yeah, I tear a little. And, you, and you saw her like go like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. And I and there's the final shot um, of her, you know, riding down towards towards the highway, which and is, beating him in that race, and mm. beating him in the race. Um, mm. And it's and I think the director points it out that she drew inspiration from 400 Blows, which is a Francois yeah. before film. Um, so there are remnants of uh, French New wave as well um and what you said about neorealism like it's it's it, it is um beautiful neorealist film um and she gives out such a stand-up performance that will last that's indelible that's like the performances you you see in 400 blows mm. that just kind of last and these kid actors that are just spectacular so yeah no really round of applause for her yeah yeah and it is she's an example her performance is an example of those those untrained first-time yeah. young actors mm-hmm. yeah. who can come in and absolutely destroy a role or just do such a wonderful mm, job because, be in the moment with because it, you know? exactly because at a certain age before you get to a certain age in your life you don't have those sort of that self-awareness perhaps mm. or maybe if you haven't had that training you don't have that sort of discipline and uh, driven into you mm. that gets in the way of just a naturalistic performance mm. and her face on screen as well she is such <laughs> such a cheeky but expressive yeah. and soulful face yeah. as well like you can see why she was probably picked out of a crowd for this role mm. Um, I don't know if she's done anything since this movie. I, I, not that I can see. Not that, yeah, yeah. but and maybe that's not maybe that's not where her interests are. Yeah, but yeah, um, no, I yeah. thought she absolutely, you know, blew me away with this role. Mm. I, I, you know, there is someone else I wanted to give a shout out to just because I did, I did think that we would probably all end up picking her because mm-hmm. it is the standout performance. Yeah. But uh, I did want to give another shout out to Ad Kamel, who played Miss. Um, again, apologies if I'm mispronouncing anything. She played Miss Hossad, yeah. the the headmistress, essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. the uh, the the I guess the the authority figure at the school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I thought that was a really deftly balanced performance, <laughs> mm. very well judged. Because in another in another film, probably with a less capable director or a less capable actress, that could have easily been a one note villain. Mm. But I thought <laughs> she she threw some other notes in there. It was humanistic. You could see at points that she was. Did she said she was? Yeah, she was empathizing or. And she said at one point she was that little yeah, girl. Yeah, right? absolutely. She, she said like, yeah, you remind me a lot of myself. But she's also pious. Yet at the end, and this will this will play into something I want to talk about later. She gets shown up a little bit too, as mm. well. And she just has that a fantastic face. That actress. I've yeah. seen her in some other things. Like um, she's done some things over here in the UK and the mm-hmm. US as well. Mm-hmm. She was in a British TV series with Kerry Mulligan called Collateral, okay. and she was great in that as well. So yeah, shout mm-hmm. out to her. I mean, she does the the headmistress kind of thing really well. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, it reminded me of like... Oh, yeah. Did it give you like, like flashbacks of Flashbacks of just like asshole teachers, <laughs> yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. That, that like you can look into their eyes and they understand that like you really had no bad intentions, mm. yet they still like, I guess, punish you because mm. of like what society thinks. Yeah. And that's pretty much basically the Middle East, you know? Yeah. Everything is ruled by society. What yeah. are people going to think? 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What what are what are the men gonna think? What course, are your relatives kind of gonna think? That mob mentality of and you that saw whole that like saving face yeah. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's still like a traditional society, and you see like um, each woman and each character within the show has their own like journey and gripe with what's going on. Like there's the I like to call her the Catherine Bates character, um, <laughs> her friend that works at the hospital. At the hospital, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. Um, Do you mean Kathy Bates? Kathy yeah, Bates. Kathy sorry, Bates. yeah. From Misery. Uh, <laughs> no, is it Kathy Bates? The one that was in Titanic. Yeah, 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 It's like a similar kind of like positive um, yeah, view. Strong, oh, strong, I see, yeah, I see what you mean, yeah, yeah, Strong yeah. character, um, you know. Yeah, like, strong character, yeah. doesn't give a fuck, like, yeah. you have that, her, like, so maybe Kind of a slight, slightly sassy, more, yeah. um, I suppose, but I don't know, like, you can like tell that she's outspoken best friend yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, like, you can tell in the movie that she's, like, come to a realization, like, fuck it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna be who I am, and it doesn't matter if I'm talking to a man yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm working, or if I'm not wearing my hijab. Yeah, and it was around this time that that started to go away. Women were starting. Uh, so to, this yeah. is sort of like documenting a, a what was a shift yeah. in cultural norms at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you see the girl. She's wearing. She's making mixtapes. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's making mixtapes. She's like listening to Western music. You know, it's not just yeah. Arabic music. Like, and was that that was like an underground radio station, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, because no. at one point, in, she was listening to the radio and. She was hearing that Western, that American mm. song, and then I was like, "We're back with underground radio." Yeah. And I wondered yeah. if is it actually like an underground station, or is this? It could be a state, like, a still a state broadcast, or like picking it up from another country. Growing yeah, up, yeah. we had uh, like English radio as well. Yeah. But what they do is you do the show two weeks in advance, mm. and then you send it to like the media authority. They'll check it for any yeah. like, thing, and yeah, then yeah. you can put it live. So like we had people like Ryan Seacrest and stuff as oh, like yeah. on our okay. radio. Yeah. But it's pre-recorded. But, yeah, and so and so censored. It, yeah, it and censored sure it's, as well. It's, it's yeah. widely censored. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of what Singapore does with with you know with movies in the cinema, with, like yeah. with media in general. With media in, in general, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Um, so uh, yeah, before we move on to best scene, I just want to talk about Reem Abdullah, who's Wajda's uh, oh, mom. Yeah, the mother. Yeah, of like course. you could see like how she is going through her own like yeah her own crisis, her own crisis her own, yeah. and her own issues, and how she doesn't really want it for her daughter. Mm. Um, but at the same time, you know, there's like the pr- pressures of society mm, and whatnot. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a little difficult for me to speak about this film just because like it hits home. I see because I have course, so many women in my course. family. Like my sister, you know, actually my sister would have been a perfect person to be on this oh, yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's yeah. busy. Next she's time. got work and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, um, she's too busy for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's too cool for us. Probably. Yeah. But yeah, like like my sister is a bit, well, a bit like not a bit. She's pretty rebellious yeah like, yeah yeah if you put my sister in a traditional saudi family like it would be yeah crazy so it kind of she kind of really like um almost mirrors uh wide muhammad's character as, yeah yeah uh, Wajah. Uh, yeah, yeah. A, a little bit you know yeah. and i see my sister there oh wow you know like just yeah, like because yeah, yeah. i remember going to buy my first bicycle in saudi of course. and my sister being Couldn't. three years younger than me i think she was four yeah you know and she told my dad she's like if you're getting him a bicycle you're getting me a bicycle yeah and did that <laughs> right? happen did, did... yeah she got a bicycle oh, wow. with training wheels and yeah. everything yeah, yeah. plus yeah. my family were not traditional you sure know? they're like, progressive pretty progressive and, so yeah. like if the boy should have it the girl should have it. okay there was no sense of division between genders yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so maybe some of my aunts and uncles yeah. they think differently. Yeah, yeah but yeah. at least my dad was very very chill about mm. it. Like he's like, you're you're in the right family. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, well, I was. Like, yeah, thankfully, yeah. I'm so grateful. You know. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, let's go to favorite scene. Yeah. What do, you, what do you guys What do you guys think? 
Which Please, ones were uh, your favorite scenes? Uh, yeah, yeah, I went with favorite performance, so you go first with favorite scene, Ollie. Sure, sure, no problem. So it's kind of more of an extended sequence rather than one specific scene, mm-hmm. and it's the it's a bit of a cheat because it's kind of the climax of the film, mm. but the uh, the competition scene got where, where um, because first you have you know the sort of the dramatic tension mm. of. Uh, why of Wajida's character in the competition, seeing all of her friends and the other girls mm-hmm. getting cut, getting cut out basically. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you have a sense that she's probably going to win. You've seen this before, but it yeah. still feels tense. And when she won, it was a really joyous, rewarding moment. Just seeing this, the mm-hmm. genuine um, relief mm-hmm. and happiness on her face was so wonderful. Uh, knowing you know all of the the resistance she's thrown before, mm-hmm. uh, before. but then you, and then you have the 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 sort of that that downturn as well that yeah. sucker punch where yeah. the teacher um miss hussa's character mm-hmm. says you know asks her in front of everybody what do you what do you what are you going to do with your money and then she says i'm going to buy a bike mm. and then that actress's face the one playing miss hussa yeah. her face just turns it, mm. it actually made me laugh because she just looks like she's swallowed a bee or something <laughs> like, all like of a, a sudden Dis- like a disney um, and the way, and yeah, like the whole, and then the whole crowd is laughing as well. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then, and then she says, "Well, don't you want to donate it to your brethren in, <laughs> in the Palestine, in Palestine. Palestine?" And it's, and I just, I love, and it was, I felt very sorry for that character, but you could see like how the politicization of what should have just been mm. a pure moment. Mm. So I thought that was really heartbreaking in its way as well. But then I loved how um, Wajida's character mm. gets sort of her back, or gets, um, gets to sort of. I know, give the teacher a taste of yeah, her own medicine. Yeah. When she talks back to her and says, I yeah. couldn't quite understand what was being referenced there, but mm. something about that, the thief, uh, or her talking yeah. about the thief, yeah, yeah. which, yeah. is it like insinuated that maybe she has a lover or something yes. like that? Yeah, that that's what I thought. like, who's this person creeping in? Yeah, absolute, absolutely, absolutely. And so, and so, and so she's, you know, it's, it's showing the teacher, you know what, none of us are, are without sin or flawless yeah, in the eyes yeah, of yeah. God or anything like that. No one has a right to judge each other completely. Mm-hmm. And so she shuts her assist, she shuts her teacher up in a way and sort of gets a moral victory there at yeah. the end. Yeah, yeah. And then of and so I just thought that was a that was a great five, ten minute sequence. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like again, like t- like the tension was filled. Like and it it, 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 it it's the thing that I I was referring to about like something so trivial mm. because it's literally just a competition. They're just like reciting they're, they're passages reci- from the Quran, from the Quran essentially, right? essentially, but yet it feels like an action-packed scene because mm. you're like, oh my God, please, is it going to happen? Yeah. Is it not? Like, And it, it, yeah, something so trivial can be so like elevated by drama. Mm. It's, it's incredible. And that's yeah. because it's so character-driven. There's these beautiful characters that you that you love, that you adore, that you follow, um, including the teacher as well. Like It's just so interwoven and, and beautifully written that you... You, you, yeah, you're essentially watching like an action sequence mm. that's just, uh, yeah, like a spelling bee, essentially. Yeah. I mean, I had to go crazy. through those classes, you know, of growing course, up. Oh, really? Course, yeah. Quran like classes, Quran, yeah. Quran, Quran What are those um, schools called, by the way? They call it Marasta? Mar- well, well, Madrasa. Madrasa. Is direct, that for girls? Di- no, Madrasa directly translate to school. Mm. Okay. But then for some reason, I think the translation <laughs> in like into English, when people say Madrasa, they mean um, Islamic school. Mm-hmm. So like some where yeah. someone would go to become... Like an imam or something, right? Yeah. Right, like to learn more about religion. But we had three religion classes usually. One was just general, like religious studies, mm-hmm. which was well, Islamic studies. Yeah. General then knowledge, you have, kind of, yeah. Yeah, just to understand about the religion. Then yeah. you have Quran, where you have to read the Quran, and you mm-hmm. actually have to do it in like a singing kind of yeah, tone. Yeah, 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 that rhythmic tone. Yeah. Um, which side note? There's like this weird like music. Well, I wouldn't say music genre. 
but like the radio stations where people will say the, the Quran mm. and the way they say it is like the most creative. Like that's how they oh, be creative okay. yeah, in, yeah, yeah. The, the, in the, the religious boxes. aspect. You know, yeah. They the add rhythm. Ryth- they sort of add like melody or rhythm to the way they're reciting the Quran. Yeah, because oh, like the way that you like, no, 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 no. Like yeah. it's, it has Almost to be. like blues or something. Kind of, yeah. I wonder if so. there's a rap version of uh... I, I don't think so. That would <laughs> no. be very, very bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be very controversial to um, say the least. But yes, yeah, so, and then we have the, uh, the Quran one where they teach you how to pronounce the words correctly yeah, and uh, you have to memorize it because this is technically what you say when you pray. Yeah, yeah. And the third one was hadith, which is like sayings of the the prophet mm-hmm, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I remember just like watching those scenes where she's like learning and she's like yeah, did you have stuttering and stuff. I was like, oh, oh yeah. I remember that. I like I really felt that hard because I remember <laughs> like until they until I moved to Singapore, I had to do religious studies and of it was course, just like. Right. I remember having to do that, and it was like the most painful thing ever. Oof, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, what was your favorite scene? My favorite scene uh, was between Wajda and Abdullah, mm-hmm. uh, just because I love their relationship so much. Mm. Um, and it's when um, he brings her the bike, his bike, with mm-hmm. two wheels, mm-hmm. and she ends up crying. So it's kind of a sequence. It's not just one particular scene, but it's that, it's that sequence overall where she cries, and he's suddenly like, oh, no, like I fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do mm-hmm. I fix this? Okay, you know what? I'm going to take the wheels out, mm-hmm. and then goes up to her and says, I've taken the, I've taken the wheels out, but she's still crying mm. and this will like be a relation to my favorite line but it says uh, you know he says something like um well i'll give you i'll give you five you know um dollars but it's not dollars it's uh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. um if you stop crying and then she just like doesn't even look at him just lays out her hand <laughs> yeah and I'm like there's so that hustler good. yeah there's that hustler and that's just it's just a very wholesome scene and how he just accepts that and he, he kind of would do anything for her because mm. he's like enamored and he's in love yeah. and i'm like oh man i remember being in love when i was your age yeah and it's i would it's, do anything it's like the typical love where like you don't know if you like be a little bit like aggressive you yeah. know no no yeah. where you're actually like bullying the yeah, person yeah. You, you have a crush on. Yeah, yeah it's you like, like you know when on, you yeah. pay, play tag and then you like push instead exactly. of like tag. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you pick you pick on the person you yeah. love, right? So she's picking on him, and he yeah. was like, he will do anything, yeah. right? So he, yeah. did, he thought he did something sweet by giving her wheels, extra wheels, mm. but really it wasn't like what she wanted. So he's like, oh no! Yeah. I just remember like that gave me such um, childhood memories. Yeah, yeah. So that scene alone. Yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say pretty much all the scenes with with, uh, with Abdullah, with Abdullah and, and yeah. Wajda was amazing. Um but one that really, really hit home for me were the scenes with the mom and the driver. Mm. Yeah, the definitely. Yeah. I, lo- I love that insight. Yeah, mm. so as you guys know, women were not allowed to drive until yeah. 2017, yeah, I think, I think 2018. Yeah. Mm. So literally, like, half of the population couldn't go to work unless you have a driver. Yeah. Right. And then because drivers were men mm. most of the time and they were foreign men, there was this kind of, like, back and forth between, like, who is in charge here yeah you know who can speak to who in what way Mm. you know and i've had that with like my mom and drivers that we've had in the past because you know it is cheap labor and that's how things used to work and my mom would get very very frustrated because somebody who's supposed to be like working for you or you're paying them for something for service and they speak to you in a way where you're like dirt under their feet you know and because because of the i guess because of how wet the women are the place that women occupy in society Mm. and as an outsider coming in a foreigner perhaps yeah. they might be interpreting that that own way in which they can say anything they want to you or exactly. they can sort of they can perhaps, use that power they can yeah. take uh, yeah yeah take abuse their advantage yeah. yeah exactly mm. abuse exploit their that a little bit yeah. yeah and you can see that like she all yeah. she wants to do is go to work yeah and uh, you see like how she talks about him 
uh, treating her friend and yeah. how her friend was like brought to tears yeah. the entire ride, and then she, I guess, quit her job. Or and something. like you know, there was no aircon in the in no the, air conditioning. Yeah, yeah, no you air know, like it's it's a tough life, and yeah. like like I said, I was luckily lucky and privileged to have maybe our own driver, but like sure, a lot yeah. of women in Saudi Arabia had to go through that. You know, some yeah. people don't even work and because they couldn't drive and they couldn't get a driver. Which is crazy to think about, just being at home. All yeah, abso- absolutely. Yeah. That that was the thing that really hit home for me. It was I, I was almost going to pick that as my favorite scene, but it wasn't really a scene. But just the that insight it provided of that scene where she's stuck at home mm. because she's lost her driver, yeah. and then you realize like, oh my god, yeah, what is she going to do? She's going to have to get uh, call on friends or family to mm. have to deliver groceries or pick mm. up yeah. her daughter from school. Yeah. She can't go to work, so she can't yeah. earn, and she's been effectively. Abandoned by mm. her husband at this point, we haven't yeah. really touched on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, like, what, really a, what a what a what a di- what a dilemma you're in if your driver just mm. decides he's had enough of you and abandons and, you. Yeah. Abandoned you, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think let's move on to favorite yeah. quote. Favorite quote. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I feel like we're probably gonna choose the same quote. Um, well, I had I have two, so I have this one. Um, this is probably my 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 top one is uh, when they when. Um, uh, Wajda and the mother um, look at the family tree, and the mother replies, "You aren't included. It only includes men's names." Yeah, dude. Oh. Yeah, dude. That, my sister told my dad that because <laughs> mm. she's not on the family tree, like the official. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she's like, "I don't give a shit. I'm gonna put it there." Yeah. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, it, pretty much what what yeah, Wajda did. Yeah, and it kind of sums up the you know women in in that in in that society, mm. right? The the exclusion that they that you mm. know how excluded they are, how how invisible they are literally um, and historically and culturally. Um, and if you can't produce a male heir as well, you, you might as well be invisible, which yeah. again yeah. connects to what... You can what, have four wives, man. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah, like that... That that that, um, that The that, mother's character yeah. basically doesn't exist because she can't produce uh, uh, a, male know, a son. Nor, yeah. nor sh- can she get divorced. Nor can yeah. she, she get needs, divorced. She needs yeah. permission from her husband to get divorced. <laughs> to get yeah, divorced. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So even then, it's like they're left alone, you know? So, you know, the, the lack of rights, the lack of civil liberties, the lack of freedom, it, it's kind of all summed up in mm. that one quote, so which is why it's it's one of my favorite quotes mm. um, of the movie because it really, it's 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 thematically, it's, it's huge mm. and it really brings up the feminist themes of this, fi- of yeah. this film, which uh, falls on to, uh, is this a female gaze film? Uh, yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. I would, oh yeah, I would, I I would assume. I would assume. Yeah, yeah. This we gotta be. we gotta contact my Maite, Maite, yeah, yeah, the professional. Get her take on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, like every single woman in the in the movie comes with a certain point of view of like mm. women in society. Yeah, and the male view comes from Abdullah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. like the other, uh, the the father, the father is basically non-existent throughout yeah. the movie. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think the male view comes from this adolescent boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what was a, what was your yeah. favorite? Yeah, sure. So this wouldn't be a direct quote, of course, because um, I don't speak Arabic, so I watched this film with subtitles. So I'm on my quote is what was. What was the subtitler's translation? Of yes, the, of, of course. What was in the Same film. with me, right? Yeah, right, right, but uh, right. there was one line that stood out to me. Or one, it was more of like a, a bit that made me laugh, and it was in one of my favorite scenes as well, which is when she's acting as the go-between mm-hmm. for that older girl in the school. And mm-hmm. I think was it her brother, or was it or was it her boyfriend, or something? The, the guy in the truck. The guy, yeah, the guy in the truck. I think that was actually her brother. I think that yeah. was her brother, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. she needed to pass something onto him. I can't remember what it was. It was permission exit card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's saying like he picked her up. Right, yeah. right, right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you, so you can drive at the age of 16 in Saudi. Mm. It's ah, like the okay. US, yeah. Just yeah. like but, the um, Yeah, so she's talking to him and she does that great bit 
proving that she, once again she's a hustler. Yeah. yeah. Where she gets the second, the, the second an additional 20, 20 rea- yeah. rea- 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 reals. reals from yeah. him. And then she takes the money from him and then she turns about, turns, looks over her shoulder and looks at him and says, even your money reeks of cologne. Yeah. So that's and really that, funny. That, yeah. yeah, that was so funny. Because <laughs> that's such an Arab thing, especially Arab men, yeah. especially shower Saudi men. Yeah, yeah, like, I mean, you guys probably yeah, noticed yeah, yeah, with yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I shower myself with cologne. You smell good though. You smell good. It's overpowering, but, yeah, you know, right. it's balanced. It's pungent, but it's great. It's a good cologne. It really reminded me of like... I mean, I know when Jabril's coming from about 20 feet away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Jabril incoming. Uh, we don't see him Hugo, first. We smell Hugo him Bob. first. <laughs> um, oh, well, so I'm gonna go. With my my favorite quote was like, "I'm gonna marry you." That oh. I'm gonna marry you. Yeah. Bit was just like Sweetest. so cute. Yeah, it's because like you know you can't really show your love and affection because give them three years. Yeah, from that moment, and they would be like you know teenagers yeah. and like then they would truly be separated by society. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I remember there was a time where after I went through puberty, I had female cousins who, like, before I'd used to, you know, like, when I see them, I would say hello, hug them, kiss them on the cheek. Yeah. yeah. And then as soon as I went through puberty, they're like, no, cannot. And yeah. and would you, would they have any, would they be able, if they weren't married later in life, would they be mm. able to have any real contact with each other? I mean, can you have, like, friend, family friends, like, men come over and socialize with the women or something indoors or... Would that I, would there really be no forum for that? Yeah, I. I Could they have I a friendship? Know. I suppose is what I'm saying. Mm. I I wouldn't. It's tricky. Eh? It's it's yeah. tricky to say. Yeah, it's tricky to say because it depends on how open minded you are. What and you the, don't. The mind. family is the two families as well. Yeah, yeah, so like, true. If you don't mind, which like, part of the country you were living in, perhaps. Yeah, as well. like like you know, you saw that thing with the tribal stuff where she's like, "We're not going to vote for him because he's not part of our yeah. tribe." Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. Exactly. Like I come from a tribe. You so know? there's like, a community we have, separation all of us have as well. Tribes and there's a <laughs> yeah. family tree of tribes. Of course. Um, but yeah, so the the marriage thing was a really big one for me. Like when they said. I'm gonna marry you. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I think we're gonna move to the next question. Ooh, here we go. We're gonna skip. Ooh. We're gonna skip the armchair thing because yeah, yeah. I don't think there's anything that I would change. With no, this. no, I would. I would change the only thing, thing I could have thought would be recasting the the, the actor dad. who played the dad. Me too. I just thought like he because the the women. Uh, sorry, the young, uh, the lead actress, and then the mother, and then the headmistress. Mm. I thought those performances were so mm. yeah. well judged, like powerhouse performances. Yeah. And I thought the dad was just like flat, not cutting C-note. it. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> compared to them. But other than that, yeah, it wouldn't change. He had less to do as well to. To give him a little and I bit imagine credit, it's but... hard. You know, there's a le- less of a crop to pick from in terms mm. of actors when you're shooting yeah. a film in Riyadh, yeah, yeah, where yeah. there is no industry to speak of. It it seemed like they they just found a dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Just hey, like be hey, an hey asshole. You. Just yeah. just do what you do. Exactly. Yeah. Just yeah. Be you. yeah. But it's also like no, I, no, no, that, that's that's a, too much of a stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's very possible. <laughs> yeah, I just love the fact that like it wasn't focused on on male energy. It mm. was very much purely um, female energy. Mm-hmm. Um, apart from Abdullah, who gives in this like sweet Child, childlike, childlike yeah. innocence uh, boy. You know, it's mm. just a boy. So boys don't really know the the world later mm. on. Um, so yeah, it's. Yeah. All right, so now time for the bonus question. Oh, here question. we go. Ooh, the bonus here we question. go. I mean, the yeah, the bonus question. Whoa. <laughs> okay, We've so changed. the question is, <laughs> what was your bicycle as a kid? Like, not oh, like, what was your bicycle? Like, as a metaphor. Was, yeah, as a metaphor. Like, what would have been your bicycle? The thing that you really wanted but couldn't have and you really had to go like, oh, I fucking, I'm going to save up all my money and I'm going to hustle and that's what I'm going to get. Shit, and your parents were like, no, and everyone around you were like, no, no, no. But oh, then wow. you managed to get it. That's a fantastic That's question. Fantastic, really um, good. 
in that I don't have an answer <laughs> yeah. right yeah, away. Yeah. I'm, I'm racking my brain yeah, right now. Yeah, me too. Um, did I have such a thing? I mean, I didn't really have a sense of fashion. I mean, who did as a kid? But mm. like, I didn't care about shoes or, or, or clothes or... And I think console-wise, like my dad would get me consoles because he wanted mm. to play too. Mm. So it'd be a sharing thing and my sister would also play. Um, uh, the closest, okay, you know what? The, the, because I'm just, it's just impromptu, so I don't really know. So this might not have like the same symbolism as a bicycle. Mm -hmm. But at one point, I was that age where I really, really wanted to play GTA. Dude, that is the exact same thing I was thinking of. That you literally Amazing. took the answer out of my brain right now. And as you Amazing. were leading up to that, I was like, is he about to say GTA Vice City? Because I was like, oh my God. Well, uh, I think it was, it was any... we were two spoiled kids, so yeah, exactly. we, we, so we, we got most got of it. what we wanted. But that, I know. that was privilege, the one thing privilege. I couldn't, Grateful. I know, but that, that was yeah. the one thing I couldn't get. I know, so I had to too. hustle yeah. and I had to find illicit ways of protracting yeah. that game. So it will share this answer, but like for, yeah, for us, it was Grand Theft Auto because yeah. I was like, there's no way my family's going to agree to buy this yeah. extra, no way. No way. super yeah. ultra-violent game. My mom literally, <laughs> my mom sat me down and was like, "There is, you are never getting this game. You were, I am not buying it for you. Get that into your I head. You're not buying, that is an 18 plus game. You're not yeah. getting that into your, oh, at least 18. And nor should we. Yeah. Nor should no. we. Well, I managed no. to buy it in Saudi Arabia as a uh, fucking ten-year-old. Did think. you? Cause, yeah, because they don't care. They don't. They don't even. Yeah, read yeah, the of course. Thing. I mean, the yeah. dad's playing like Dead Island, which yeah. is like <laughs> a super violent game. Yeah. And then you know the girls watching as well, yeah. and the mom like they're all just like yeah. watching this game. And he's like, so, yeah. "Want to play?" And when she, yeah, he what, asks, yeah. uh, you wanna "Do you want to play with me?" Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, um, but yeah, for me, it was actually an Xbox 360. Nice. Like I remember, okay. we're, we're huge um, gamers. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're just massive gamers. Yeah, it was an Xbox because I guess for the most part, for me, it was like if you do good in school. My parents will get me something as like a like yeah. as from like when the report cards come out. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. report card's bad. You don't get anything. Yeah, and literally that was like I really wanted Xbox 360, but my report card was terrible, <laughs> or at least terrible for what I usually was doing at the time. Yeah. So then I just had to save up and save up and save up, selling bracelets, do all that oh, shit. Oh yeah, hustle, yeah. hustle. But yeah, I guess it's time to. Well, do I some... actually, I actually quickly. Sorry, right. I do have one more answer that What's I'll up? get to it very quickly. <laughs> Another thing for me was because it sort of connects into the narrative of this mm -hmm. film or what happened in the film with the bicycle. A mobile phone is one for me because oh, I remember oh, yeah. I really wanted oh, yeah. a mobile Good. phone because yeah. other kids in school started getting mm -hmm. mobile phones around yeah. the ages of like 11, mm -hmm. 11 or twelve. Motorola's. And I told my parents, and they're like, "You don't need a mobile phone. Mm -hmm. It's not." You, you're you're under our watch nearly yeah, all of the time. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need it. It's unnecessary, and they're expensive as well. But I remember, um, I for whatever reason, I was supposed to go on this school this trip with a bunch of friends for school, and then the last minute, my parents said, "I'm afraid you can't go because of there was some sort of family, mm -hmm. um, uh, there was some sort of conflict, perhaps." Mm -hmm. And my parents told me this, and they said, "We know you really wanted to go, but you mm -hmm. can't go. I'm, I'm sorry." Mm -hmm. And apparently, I took it very well, and I said, "I understand," even though it was very sad mm -hmm. for me. And so then my parents invited me back into their room the next day. And they were like, we just want to say we're really proud with how you handled that. And mm -hmm. that was very mature. So here's a mobile phone. <laughs> and it was the yeah. crappiest, the brickiest Nokia yeah, phone yeah, ever. Nokia, baby. But yeah. I was the happiest boy in the world of for course. that moment. So yeah, that and it reminded me of the end of this film. Yeah, that's so. such a touching story. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. No. It's better than GTA. Right. <laughs> okay, let's speed through yes. the, yeah, yeah. the ratings. ratings. Yeah, ratings. so I'm just going to go straight up 10 out of 10 i fucking love yeah. this movie yeah, i yeah. thought it was great um a totem just uh, totem i would go with go 10 out of 10 
10 out of 10 uh, Quran PS1s. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I can't. I said, I was thinking oh, we cannot go so this funny. whole episode without, without referencing PS1. PS1. Yeah, Because yeah. on the way here, I was telling Raf, yeah. that's, I thought it was like um, just a, a console created for yeah. you in Saudi Arabia just for teaching. No, no, no. I was like, no, it's a PS1. That's so funny. Oh, man. Okay, I'm going to go the easy route and say 10 out of 10 bicycles. It was a beautiful story full of um beautifully written characters that you follow you know throughout the whole thing um and yeah it's outstanding performances from wide mohammed um i look forward to you know seeing her if she's going to stay in the industry but i also look forward to seeing um haifa al-masur uh, she's a terrific filmmaker and she's made an exceptional film with this one in cl- with the surrounding limitations extreme limitation that she had yeah um Man, yeah, I was not expecting you guys to go for the ten out of ten. That's this is a wonderful film. Uh, you know, I'll go. I'll give it a. I'll give an eight and a half out of ten mixtapes. I thought it was. I thought it was fantastic. I think it's an incredible cultural touchstone as well, and a really interesting relic from a society that was going through change at the time. Really loved the film. Wasn't quite a ten for me, but um, yeah, I can. I would recommend it to anyone. All right. Well, on that note, we're just going to end it here real quick because shit, I already fucked up. No, I did not. It's all good. Um, But yeah, just going to end it over here. Thank you for listening. I hope you like this new format that we're trying out. I think it flowed quite well. It was really nice. We got to the points. It was really tight. And yeah, get ready for the next one. It's called Baraka Meets Baraka. And um, yeah, I hope you enjoy. Ciao, ciao for now, my people.